welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. What's going on, nerds? We're here. Live. Live. Well, not really. But yeah. <laughs> We're recording live at the Fort Collins Comic Con. Yep. Um, just got here about, uh, what, like an hour ago? A couple hours ago, yeah, checking things out. Yeah, not too. It's not too bad. It kind of reminds me, like, so in Casper, they're doing something right because. It doesn't seem too far off from what we're seeing here. Yep. It was just like the turnout on at the Pop Culture Con that was yeah. worrisome, especially on the first day. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of turnout there. The second day was much better. And I think that's the biggest difference is Fort Collins is a much bigger city with a lot more people, so there's Have easier... Have seen all the people on bikes everywhere? Well, yeah, there's a big bicycle festival going on right now, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's a bicycle rest race going on in Fort Collins. And I actually just got some uh, bad news on the phone. We were just talking about the, we're using a different style microphone. Uh-huh. And we can, you almost call it like the Bob Barker, right? Right. Bob Barker just passed away. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so RIP. Yeah, rest in peace, Bob Barker. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> well, you know, on the edited, when the, on the TV versions and shit, they'd be like, Bob, Bob. instead of bitch. <laughs> the price is wrong, Bob. Goofy. I just saw the one one of Adam Sandler's movies, like killing it again. I don't know which one. He's got the dark saber. Look at that. Uh, it's the Mandalorian. Oh, nice. It's Amanda. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna. This is going to be. Uh, I'm a little nervous, but excited because this is the first ever ever time I'm doing kind of a public speaking ish thing of, of hosting a panel. Yeah. Uh, you know we are, and uh, it's talking about how to build a better podcast. Hearing about. Uh, a little, little over an uh, hour. Yeah, in about an hour. You said 2 o'clock? 2.30 is when we're going to start. So okay. in the Millennium Falcon room. So I, I think that's a good sign right off the start. Right. You know, That is a pretty cool name. I yeah. thought it was going to be a room to where it looked like you were in the Millennium Falcon. That would be baller. I didn't know it was like the, <laughs> they just, they <laughs> the just panel room. room. It's no longer the Jaguar room. It's the, the Millennium Falcon there, room. There was um, some girl in there. She had a full, full room. Yeah, I think she was one of the cosplay chicks. Yeah, they're doing some cosplay kind of how-to, I guess. Oh, really? Or something like that. Yeah, I was looking at the the, the schedule. Sean's not here, so I'm going to say it like the English way. Schedule. What would he? How would he want you to say it? Because he got <sighs> schedule, not like schedule. Schedule. Like uh, the English way people say it. Like people say petrol instead of gasoline. Yeah, but he says we chip sh- crisps we're instead of chips. He yeah cookies a biscuit or no a cracker's a biscuit what'd you call me yeah you are a biscuit a biscuit <laughs> biscuit eater cracker so your seriously look at that's a great mandalorian costume yeah, there's some really good he's cosplay got the, he's got like the satchel with oh, the and uh grogu in the back grogu, yeah i can't say it i can never say it right you dude you have always said it Fucked wrong up. i like, do ever since we started this shit that's why <laughs> i just go baby yoda baby yoda Drop my phone. So while we're we were just taking a rest, we thought we'd sit down and start recording. Um, we're gonna be off and on here during this episode. We're gonna go around and talk to uh, pro- a couple of people that we have talked to before. Well, one was at uh, the Wyoming PopCon, and that yeah, was uh, a few a, of them. 
Immortus. Immortus, the guy, the guy who wrote and uh, was doing that comic. He's so we'll here talk again. to him again. Um, I think he was the one that told us about the. This one. Or was it Wild uh, I think John? It, no, it was him. Yeah. Is because uh, I don't. Because John said he wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. It might have been John. Either way, it was like in the same. There was all the like related conversations. These microphones sound really good. Yeah. Like they really, I like it. It's a lot, so much more forgiving. It's way more forgiving. Yeah, you mean. But yeah. So what have you uh, seen around that you like so far? Um, You know, I think there's interesting kind of cosplay going around. There's some nice food trucks outside. Uh, A lot of, a lot of different artists. I think that's some of the cool stuff is the original artists kind of get, and you can buy prints from them. I just like to support those local artists, so I think it's a good way to get original art that's unique without paying like an exorbitant amount for it. You can get like I got three posters here, uh, like post, not real poster size, but you know, large. It's like a 14, uh, 11 by 14 or whatever size. Right. And they're just original graphite drawings. You know, some Afro samurai. And, Have you uh, ever watched Tom Waits? I think I've seen one or two, but it was just it was just a badass picture. I couldn't pass it up. I've and then seen also the whole thing. It's amazing. Morbius of uh, Sandman, Lord of Dreams. So, Sandman. Sandman. Where'd my? I got a battery. Somewhere. Running low on battery. So, kind of give me the rundown on what what you want to want to do on your panel. So, um, I'm, I'm mostly here for moral support. Yeah, and just so Bill doesn't have to solo this thing. So I don't. This yeah, is mostly your. This is mostly your show. So uh, really, it's about cr- how to build a better podcast. Is is the ultimate thing, and how a lot of what I've learned over the years of working in radio, so my twenty years, and those little gold tidbits of information that have really been invaluable in the creative process. And I think it's more than just being. This is more than just a podcast. It goes to any kind of kind of content creation, whether you're like doing YouTube, short videos, TikTok, or even just, you know, writing blog posts. The same holds true. And I think the most important thing is being your own brand uh, is that, you know, used to be, you know, you're working for a radio station, you're working for a podcast. Everything you do is going towards that brand, like the Comic Zone podcast. We're building the Comic Zone podcast. What I think is more important is to build you as that brand. So Mike Clef as the personality, Bill Schwamley as the personality, not the Comic Zone. So as you're building you as you, it doesn't matter who you work for or what you're doing. Any, it's no longer a competition. It's a collaboration with everything you do. So, and then at the same time, uh, one of somebody else we met at the Comic Con, uh, Nikki uh, Gaffin. I'm forgetting her name. I got the business card. Um, guy was selling his books. Mickey Gaffin. Uh, she was the one that was talking about autistic kids. And so oh, build, right. And when she would go to an autistic, autistic kid, she would ask him, what is their superpower? What can you do better than anybody else that just looks super easy to everyone else? And we, I sh- think we should be asking that like on every podcast for like... And, and that's what I think. I think that's the key to how to build a better podcast. Is, is that your superpower? Is, no, I think what, what it is is, you know, how realizing what it is and building whatever brand whatever media you're doing off of your superpower so whatever so like um i think for me it is building media and building content and structuring an organization and the production and building all that stuff up i think that's really one of the things i'm good at is the organization and seeing how all the pieces fit together 
um, and moving it forward and having that forward momentum. So I think really when you, anybody is finding out what that superpower is and stacking everything up into it. And that stacking it up as you, as the brand, you focusing on your superpower, that makes everything easy. It's no longer about the show, it's no longer about the content, it's all about you. So then once you actually start building a show, because once we're talking about a podcast, we're talking about a serial show, many different episodes all under the same or Like a show about, about serial? Or, I mean, like the podcast. You could do a podcast a, about serial. A, a serial killer that goes around killing cereal box boxes. Or just, you cover the history of a serial every episode. But like what's <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> not necessarily a bad idea. But uh, if that's what you're passionate about, and that's what you, you know, cereal is what is what makes you, then that makes sense. <laughs> if that's what you're, pa you know, like Lego or comic books or you know all that nerdy stuff, which yeah. is why we've done the comic zone and the nerd nerdalism because that's you know who I, you know who, what I relate to, what I can build. Yeah, on. who we are. For but sure. Yeah, I think the important thing as far as building a podcast as it's an ongoing thing is keeping it simple. So, and this is one thing that we've learned a lot as far as the podcast. We, you know, I know I've had all these ideas. I want to be like a whole news network, all these different components, but you get lost in all that stuff and keeping a simple thing that's easily repeatable and fun and that you can do consistently is the important part. Right. Well, if you're not having fun, then it's going to be hard to do it. Yeah. I mean, because then you're going to have a hard time finding motivation to do it every week mm -hmm. or whatever your schedule you set for yourself is but it's definitely not something you do i mean you could do it here and there as whatever but if you really want to build an audience you got to be then consistent. being consistent is probably the easiest path to that it's it's a key it's not it's, it's an essential part you can't you could you, i think it's really difficult to do it without it there's some rare occasions like talk about like beavis and butthead first came out on mtv they only had two episodes and they played the same episode every single day for like a month. <laughs> because it took them so long to they put out episodes? Because they, they didn't have their shit together as far as the production goes. Oh. But then once they started to flowing up, but then again, that made all the kids watch the same one over and over again because it was that dumb. Yeah, it was like that. the one with the pencil where he gets like stabbed in the eye with it. That's like one of the early, it might be the first episode. I don't remember. It's been so long. They're letting I'm, out one of the panels right now, so they... What time? Do you get this schedule? Yeah, my bag. No, but yeah, so I don't know if we're going to record it or put that out later, but that's, you know, the essence of what I'm going to be talking about and different strategies as far as promotion and growing. And I think one of the biggest things as far as if you're out there trying to grow your podcast is get out there, get right. out, which is exactly what we're doing. This is why we're here. Yeah, we do these to network, meet people, and it's probably the best way to do that yeah. as far as, I mean... We have a certain like space, and this just fits into that well. Yeah. But I'm sure they have conventions for almost everything. There's podcast or, conventions. Yeah, for sure. So I wonder what the next panel is here. Know. We'll probably take a break and then uh, come back, or unless you got anything else to say. Oh, I was just resting, man. I'm just trying to chill. We're getting through the beginning of this. Then I think. You know what? Uh, what time is it? One fifteen. So <clears throat> maybe let's go outside and smoke. We are in Fort Collins, the Jurassic Park. Oh, Science or myth at one thirty. That sounds kind of cool. Two. Two twenty-five. What are some of the other ones? Just read some off. Um, oh, I'm on the right. I'm on the right day. There's so much here. 
Okay, authors creating audiobooks. Cosmic oddities from re the reality that happened with space. The appeal of tragedy, why The Last of Us is so good. Storyboarding is not story boring. You know, so there's a lot, I mean, all over, cosplay, catwalk, pregame. I mean, I need to, I need to, all kinds my, of shit. I need to up my uh, catwalk for sure. You know, this I, is all the panels. I walked like a, yeah. So, and, you know, and there's three different, three different rooms that they're kind of doing them all from. So I think that's one thing that we missed out on, on the Casper ones. They've had the panels, but we've never really. Yeah, we never did. Because we're always, we're we were busy recording with on somebody. On the floor, yeah, and just being down on there. We so. should do more of these. Shakespeare in space. With power, with great power comes great responsibility. What superheroes and villains can teach us about materials engineering? Material, mm. yeah. So they're bringing like scientists into kind of these panels too to kind of analyze that. Case and files of Rocky Mountain paranormal. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Oh, that's just in that room. They have other ones, right? Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, these, the color coding, coding. Oh, right. Rooms. Oh, these are the Sunday ones. And they do these every day? I guess so, yeah. Those are like, um, okay. That's pretty cool. Those are programs, not panels. Where'd you get this thing? At the front door. Oh, really? Hmm. All right, well, let's uh, pause real quick. We'll get our shit together, Bill. And we'll be right back. And we're back. We're back with the man from Immortus. Introduce yourself once again, good sir. Hey, Sean Lewis, uh, writer and co-creator of Immortalis series, our ongoing comic series. Hell yeah, and you just gave me some crazy good news uh about the book why don't you let everybody know yeah uh so not this past friday but the friday before that we signed a contract with marcosia publishing out of the uk um they're in barnes and nobles amazon water waterstones all of them so uh they're expecting to get our first trade paperback graphic novel out in about two months dude hell yeah and where can people get that uh it's going to be on now for Digital releases, they're going to do Amazon, Walmart, drive through Comics, Cosmixology. So basically anywhere, yeah, if, almost if they carry, anywhere. <laughs> if they carry the digitals, they'll have That's it. That's yep. good news, man, isn't yeah. it? And like I was saying before, um, it's just got to be a bunch of weight off your shoulders as far as like touring like this and just makes it uh, puts you a little at ease i'm sure it does it's it's i love coming out here to the comic cons meeting you guys meeting all the fans but but the the other side of it you know the publishing the social medias the having to do you know press releases that yeah i'm glad that's all out of my hands so yeah well yeah i mean <laughs> i mean because that was all you before right correct where we were uh, just crowdfunding you know uh fund my comic in on a kickstarter it was all us all the social medias all the all the press releases all the getting the word out was 100 percent us and didn't you have a sort of a bad experience with the publisher before no not or, not really um we we had you know some hit and miss on contracts where they wouldn't work with us on the contracts that kind of thing i don't want to mention any names you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah, run yeah. into the same people over and over again in this business so 
Right. But uh, Marcosia has been awesome to us. Uh, they sent us a contract. We looked at it, changed some things, sent it back. They accepted it, so we got signed. So, yeah, looking forward to it. I think it's going to be big. Hell yeah! And then they so they see the potential in the book. Um, I did read the first couple issues. I thought it was really good. Um, and I still that one the cover with uh, this one. Oh, the issue number two cover. Yeah, that, Allison Rodriguez did a bunch of uh, GI Joe stuff back in the day. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he did that cover, and it is a yeah, it's a banging cover. So that's awesome, man. And we we've been seeing you uh, liking some of our stuff too on Facebook, so we appreciate that. Oh, of course. Yeah, you guys were awesome, man. Love doing the interview. Glad I ran into you here. This Hell is awesome. Yeah. Well, we it didn't work out quite like we wanted, but I mean we're still making it work. Um, we just got in a little late as far as getting a booth, which would have been nice. But like you said, we got the mobile unit here. and Yeah, yeah, no, that's no awesome. So, so you're not tethered to anything. You guys can hit anybody you want and make all the rounds. So. It's, it's kind of nice to go live with it. You know, like we did the we did the Ming Chin interview and Tom Arnold. So it was lucky we were able to go live on those. But did you get to watch that? The, I did. The, I, I watched the uh, Ming Chen one. Um, I haven't watched the Tom Arnold one yet, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. That was that was pretty crazy seeing those guys up in Casper. That I was, know that was awesome. It was crazy talking to Tom Arnold, man. It was, he's sitting here telling us about Roseanne and how they like when they were married. I'm like, what the fuck? This is Tom Arnold sitting like right there. This is, True this Lies was one of my right, favorite yeah. movies That's when I was a kid. Yeah, guy who's been in the movies with Arnie and all of them. Hell and yeah, yeah now he's right here in Casper with us. So yeah. That was awesome. It was awesome. Are there no celebrity guests at this one? I am not sure. Uh, I know a kind of a big name on the scene here, our Alan Brooks. He's here as a special guest. I know he's got a... Uh, He's got to be doing a um, Q&A later. What's he from? Uh, he does his own series. He has uh, Anguish Garden out. He has another one. He's actually got some of his um, art and story kind of in comic back fo- comic book format at the uh, Denver Museum. Oh, he's hell a, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's big on the Denver scene. So That's pretty cool. So he's kind of a local. Here. Yeah, he's kind of a local guy, always looking, like all of us, always looking to branch out. You know, spread our wings, but yeah, that's cool. He gets a, a bunch of support, though. He does. He does. He's, he's very good. Um, he does a media class, uh, media slash art slash comic class at uh, uh, the name of the college escapes me. But yeah, he's a, he's also a teacher down there, so pretty awesome. Bill's about to be doing a panel. I'm gonna like help him out, but I think it's mostly his show. But he's gonna do a panel here about two o'clock. Uh, he's calling it How to Build a Better Podcast. Yeah, he was telling me about that. You guys are going to be doing that panel answer some Q&As, which is awesome because, yeah. dude, I would not, if I wanted to start a podcast, I'd have no idea how to how even it, go about it. It's a little work. I mean, just having the, you know, having the idea and the passion is the first step, I think. It's like you want to. And uh, just podcasting in itself makes you happy. It's what like, gets you excited. So... I think that's the first step, and then everything else should hopefully fall into place as you learn. I mean, our first episodes are cringe-worthy, my friend. <laughs> like our that's first hilarious. episode, we're like, uh, um, uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of dead uh, air. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're just crazy. not even sure what to fucking talk about. You know, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> they're so bad, but they're still up. You know, at, <laughs> right? On thecomiczone.com, go there. Um. Yeah, that was all. You guys had it down pat at the uh, 
at, at the Casper Popcorn. How many so that, that you guys was do? Our, like 40, 50 there at least, right? What? How many uh, different people did you have on? And, oh, at the Pop Culture Con, probably yeah. like 10. Oh, really? I thought you did um, more interviews than that because I saw Tom go and Ming. And yeah. I know we got interviewed. We did, yeah, probably about 10 people. Oh, but, okay. I mean, it was, you know, everybody by that second day was actually really busy. That was nice to see. Yes. Because that first day was really scary. <laughs> it was. Yeah, you know. Especially for the vendors. You know, you buy your table and then only maybe 20 people go buy for the which, whole day. Which worked out for us because that's how we got Tom. Yeah, that's You know true. what I mean? If, if because yeah. he kind of, I went over and asked him. He's like, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. And then he kind of slowly talked himself into it uh, <laughs> because he's like, my throngs of fans are here. <laughs> and we look around and it's like crickets, you know? Right. He's <laughs> like, I guess I could. <laughs> I can carve out some time. Yeah, I think I got a little bit of time. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty awesome, though, how he kind of just came and went. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, he, it was. He was he, I, think, I think he didn't know what to expect from Casper. And then once he got up there, he kind of loosened up, realized it wasn't going to be crazy or, you know, just people swarming him. So, yeah, it's right. a chill vibe, very chill vibe. Right. And then Ming was really amazing. Like, yeah. I, I actually went out and uh, went to the bar with him oh, wow. that, that night, me and my one of our other hosts. Yeah. He wasn't at the PopCon, but uh, he went out, and then we all got smashed and played pool <laughs> it was a good time that's awesome yeah he was he was awesome because he was going around talking to everybody at all the tables the comic tables and stuff and just checking things out so it was such a chill vibe he was really excited about seeing the podcast there yeah because i guess it's some of the bigger ones you see a lot of that yeah. or a lot more of that these days yeah, yeah, yeah. and um we were the only one well there was two of us this time three, uh, three wheel bod three three wheel podcast or god damn it Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. Shout out to them. Sorry, dudes. Even though he murdered your name, shout out. Yeah. So. But they were there this time. They were at our first pop, our uh, first Comic Con, but they weren't recording that ah, time. Gotcha. But shout out to Stevie and uh, Josh. I mean, those dudes are awesome. Oh, good deal. Um, did you get a chance to talk to them while you were there? I did not. No. I only, uh, got, I only got a chance to get talk to you guys like I said I didn't really talk to you the first day but then the second day we had a little bit more time but then it got so busy like you said because we finally started to get a crowd Saturday and Sunday how many cons have you done uh this is I think our fifth or sixth this year just this year just this year we is started this, this your first year this is our first year doing it oh, yep okay like I said, it's been a whirlwind because we we came into this thinking that uh me and my co-creator Ryan that, that we would have uh probably 12 to 16, 18 months before we get a publisher. That was our plan. We, we kind of got our funding together for that. Mm -hmm. And, that you know, we, we kind of planned our con schedule out. So Because we love meeting the fans, you know, talking to them about the book, getting them excited like we're excited. Hell yeah. But, you know, it's been seven months now, and we've, we have a publisher, so it's like the whole thing's changed. So, yeah, hopefully with not having to worry about the socials, all the advertising, all the trying to get into the bigger bookstores, we'll have more time to book more cons. And you can get focus, out with the fans. focus more on the networking side of things. Exactly. Just just the you know the face-to-face the -face with the fans, which is awesome. Well, so. hopefully at that point, then, you should try to get on to some more podcasts. I, I will, man. And like just, like, get out. I think that'd be your best way. Yeah. Is yeah. to just really, like... Have you seen other podcasts that... That's we, what I was about these, to say. You guys are kind of... You guys kind of got an open market here because 
We did Albuquerque Comic Con, which is bigger than this. Uh, we did Denver Fan X, and I didn't get, I didn't get to walk around as much. Uh, Mutiny Con. Um, uh, there's one more we've done since then, but you're the only one I've seen actually setting up a booth and doing a podcast, which is awesome. That I, we appreciate that because I mean it's it really I think there is like an open like space there for like what I see and what Ming was talking about was. I mean, because he's a podcaster at heart. He runs right, right, right. Uh, Shared Universe uh, Studios. Um, so it's a podcast studio in New Jersey. He invited us to come up there oh, and record awesome. and stuff. So, um, But he was talking about, like, eventually, you know how you have, like, your artist alley and you have, like, yes. have, like the celebrity alley? Just, like, a podcast space that, with, that, like, yeah. just open. You could have, You can get a booth or have, like... Or just give them that space and be like, uh, you can arrange this space how you want. Like have couches in there. Right, that'd be awesome. It would be the it would be legit, and then you could just inter network with like each podcast could interact with each other. Oh, and yeah. I, I think it'd be great just for podcasting in general, though. Yeah, dude, that that'd be awesome for both sides of it. Because if you had something like that set up, like you guys were, you know, one of you could be doing the interviews, the other guy could be going around looking at hell. This looks cool. Let's talk to them. See if that's, they want to do that's it. That's my and, job most oh, of the time. You're, you're the walk around guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that's usually not so bad. Yeah, I like it. I mean, yeah. I'm really in my element in this. Yeah, it's like something about like just the people and the networking yeah. side of things. It's just kind of my bread and butter. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing too. Um, Levi was all worried, like, uh, yeah, I don't know how these pod or not podcasts. I'm sorry, these comic cons. You know, if I'm gonna like them, I was like, dude, these are our people. Once you get out there, oh, yeah. people will talk to you. They love it. They're all here to be entertained, to have fun, to say hi. So if you wonderful. come to one of these and you don't bump into somebody that has the same interests as you, then you're probably not walking around, right? Enough. Or you're not looking for it. You're <laughs> yeah. walking around looking at your shoes or something. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. There's. There's I'm somebody big, for everybody in one yeah. of these. Yeah, I'm a big Star Wars guy, so I love to see you know the Mando and the Boba Fetts and the Stormtroopers. I always got to get pictures with them. I can't, I can't help it, man. It's yeah, my thing. There, did you see the one Mando? He's got the um, uh, the dark saber. No, I haven't seen it. It's yet. badass. He's got like a satchel with uh, Grogu in it. Oh, so and it's awesome. like it's a legit like yeah. show quality armor. It looks oh. so dope. And that the black the dark saber. Oh, it looks cool. really expensive. He must have play, paid paid a good price well, for that. Well, I've looked up, like you know, some of those uh, third party uh, lightsaber companies. Yeah, yeah. And they sell the really high end ones. Yes. It looked like oh, maybe wow. one of those. Yeah, the ones where you got to choose your hand, all parts of your hand. Because it, it flickered like lightning. Oh wow! Like Holy it cow. was. Yeah, it's pretty. That's nuts. cool. That is super cool. So, how many issues in on the comic are you? We we've got we got up to six issues, like I said, printed, published before we signed with Marcosia. I currently have our artist artist and colorist finishing issue seven. Okay. Eight is complete. Uh, the letter just completed it last Thursday. Nine, I believe, is on page fifteen of the colorist and the artist. The, they do the same. Sometimes you know they want to do their own colors. Right. Um, number ten, we found a new art team because, like I said. With Marcosia, they do graphic novels. So they want one through five, six through ten. So you got to have some right. in the pipe ready to go. Because I don't want to release one graphic novel a year. You know, you can't you can't build a fan base that way. It just what's kind of your plan then? You want more? How many do you want to do a year? Um, I would like to get probably third. It depends. I'd like to get at least three graphic novels out a year. So at least about fifteen issues. So, so you're so you're hoping 
with the publisher and everything, not only are you going to have more time for this networking stuff and going to the cons, but you'll have more time to focus on like story writing yep. and getting these issues out faster. Yeah, 100%. And we're, and we're going to have to, like I said, because one thing I never did like about when I was just a backer on like a, a crowdfunding thing like Kickstarter right. is when you get a great comic, right? that you love and it sounds interesting to you so you back it you get you get your comic and then and it then stagnates it, and they don't come out with the second issue for like eight months man it's yeah. like it, it's heartbreaking because it's good stuff it's just you know they can't get it out real well quick, and then so. you run the risk of just forgetting about like it's right. not even about like it's a bad comic it could be amazing but yeah. and i've had plenty of these where you get into the books and then there's some kind of stall in it and then yes. you like you get there's so much out there that you get distracted by other yep. things, and then you might forget all about that yep. until <laughs> until you're digging through your books, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I wonder yeah. where it's at now." Yeah, and then you look, and they got fucking you know, hundred books. You're like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah," you know what I mean? Right. So, are you guys wanting like a monthly, bi-weekly? Well, we're still going to do monthly on digitals. Like I said, he's got uh, Marcosia has drive-through comics cosmixology they're on amazon digitals they're on walmart digitals right so he's going to start us off doing just regular floppy size you know like 20 22 pages every month okay um like i said release graphic novels the one like five issues or, or side stories or something is it about time okay yeah 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 i'll see you in a little bit <laughs> but yeah uh, so bill's about to go do right, his panel. do his do his panel that's gonna be pretty awesome yeah well, I'm going to have to get up there. Oh. Like, well, not right right this second. We got like 15 minutes. So, yeah. um, Anyway, what were you saying? Just, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and release a monthly on the digital sites, all those digital sites, Amazon, all that. And then print stuff is going to be two to three uh, graphic novels a year. Okay. That's, well, dude, and that, like I said, that's got to be a relief too to just finally, because the whole point, I imagine, is just to get the story that you want to tell out there. Correct. Yeah, that's and it. Like at base level, that's what it's about, and yep. like to be able to have that freedom to really drive forward at full yeah. at full throttle. Yeah, that's got to be exciting for it you. It is. It's super exciting for us. We're, we're looking forward to it because, like you said, one, it gives us more time to focus on what we're doing—the creative side, the writing side. Mm -hmm. We can dig into that more, but it also gives us, you know, you kind of got that relief, like. Everybody wants to hit it big. Everybody wants to write the next one comic that's going to be turned into 300 or, you know, The Dark Knight. But, you know, that's, right. that's way down the road. We understand that's a three- to five-year goal. So we're well, just... Do you, do you think you uh, appreciate that, that, that small, little, that little, like, so that year where you guys were kind of running things, do you think that made you appreciate the process a little more <laughs> and then gave you time to like mull over thoughts as far as like where you want the story to go right yeah before you get to go full throttle yes yeah and that's so i'm sure you have a ton of ideas that you want to get going with the story oh yeah so maybe that time gave you plenty like uh helped you build up your reserve if yeah. you will you know what i mean as far yeah. as content Stories for the story content. yep it sure did we um I actually, it's funny you say that. I, the plan, like I said, right now we're looking at one through five for the graphic novel, then six through ten. Then I, while, while I was waiting, trying to figure out, going back and forth with this publisher, uh, I wrote three side stories, not even 
continuous they, stories in the line of Immortalis. Are they they're not part of Immortalis? They they have some of the uh, the team of Immortalis in them, but uh, I set one was a cowboy story in 1903. So another, set in the set in the same universe though. Set in the same universe, correct? Okay. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, what, what was the other one? The other the the first one, like I said, is going to be the 1903 cowboy story with the immortal character. The second one's set in uh, 1961, the Bay of Pigs. Right. So yeah, so that's got like some mercenary characters, and then the third one's set in modern times. So we're going to probably you know put them in one graphic novel. They end up being I think coming out at 122 pages between all three of them. Oh wow! So yeah, so, so it's going to be graphic novel worthy. So so yeah, I mean, so is that those are all single issues? They are, but I where I had the freedom, and that's another good thing about Marcosia, where they only do you know graphic novels for print. I kind of wasn't constrained by that 22 to 24 pages per issue. I just, one was 34 pages, one was 23, one was 22, and the third one I think was, ended up being 40. So, so you, are you going to continue to do single issues or is it just, just digitally, all digitally? Just I, digital and, single and, issues yeah. and then. Yeah, and depending on what uh, our contact at Marcosia says, those may be released as single story, just as like one-off issues type of thing. So, nerds, right now might be the best time to get you a fresh copy yeah. of one of the single issues in print. Yeah, and that's that's what I've been telling everybody when they come around, that uh, these are the last floppies physically we're going to do. I might have to grab a couple from you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. I know that guy. He's he's famous now. Right, right. <laughs> we'll see, hopefully. It's a long road yet, but, yeah, we're trying for well, it. Well, hopefully he catches on, man, and then, you know, I imagine a lot of the hope with some of these independent books is, like, Hopefully, somewhere down the road, you get like a TV adaptation, yeah, adaptation, sure. or an animated version. Yeah, for sure. Or like a movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and you know, you're always going to dream, right? You gotta, oh yeah, You got to sure. keep your feet on the ground, but you can keep your head in the clouds. You know what I mean? And uh, as soon as we signed with a British publishing company, I was like, oh, BBC, here we come. Dude, you that would. <laughs> uh, dude, I will record that. We will. Right. Just got to immortalize that on yeah. YouTube. There you go. <laughs> As you're sipping tea on BBC. <laughs> you know. <That's> <laughs> right. Sitting in front of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> That's great, man. I'm really happy for you guys I as far as getting guys. getting ready, getting to be published. And I'm excited to see what happens with you guys as far as, like, uh, the story catching on. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, um, dude, uh, we love to work with you guys. I mean, you know... One thing I always think is, you know, the people you pass on the way up, you're going to pass them on the way down. So stay in contact with everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody sure. help everybody else out. So I That's, look forward to doing at least 10 more podcasts with you over the coming oh, yeah. years. Oh, yeah, man. Like whenever you want, dude, for Heck sure. Yeah. If you ever make it to Casper. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, like uh, again, I'll be up there next if, year for the con. So. Right. So maybe we can. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk to you at the con. I mean, yeah. But it would be nice to sit down with you in the studio and yes. have, have like a full episode. Yeah, though. and maybe maybe we'll, yeah, once we uh, find out, secure our dates and everything, um, yeah. we'll come up a day early and we'll, yeah, we'll sit down in the that, studio with that you. That would be the shit. Yeah. That would be the Let's shit. Let's do that. Let's plan on that. We'll start working on that. Cool. All right, man, I got to get up here to Bill's uh, panel, but I really appreciate you doing the show again. I mean... Oh, it's no all you're a pretty cool dude anyway so thanks man so I like you guys like with I, said, you. I, I mean if you guys were assholes i would be like oh, oh sim hey nice to see you again and i just you guys are cool <laughs> shit, so. sweet bro appreciate it we are back at the 
Fort Collins Comic Con. But Bill, I was walking up and I saw this cosplay. It, they had the Audrey 3000, you know, the Venus flytrap that eats people. Yeah. And uh, it was in like a potted plant with some IVs, some green IV drips into it, into its mouth. And I commented, it's like, oh, that was cool. And she was with another lady who was dressed up as Harley Quinn. Without missing a beat, Harley Quinn says, and what, am I just shop liver? <laughs> in a perfect Brooklyn accent, on cue, on point. Nice. I mean, like, she, I don't even know if that was like a, in character or not, but it was a uh, there great Comic-Con moment. And another great Comic-Con moment, I was stuck in a traffic jam between some uh, stormtroopers and uh, a pack of Gryffindor wizards. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's <laughs> yeah. like between, it's like... They should have had a, a fight. You know, I would have stuck with the Gryffindor because the yeah, Stormtroopers can't wizard, hit anything. Yeah, and Wizards, they'd be like, Levios, oh, oh, oh. We, do, we do that all the time on uh, Dragonese yeah. Falls. Levios, oh. Have you seen that? It's, uh, uh, yeah. I think it's the uh, only cartoons. <coughs> Shit. But anyway, we tried recording earlier. Got a couple interviews. You got a guy behind you. That's the problem. We're walking around this time. Trying to talk to each other. Yeah, I don't have a booth. What was they saying? I don't know. I don't either. So what do you think of this con? As opposed to like uh, the other ones we've been to. I think it's very similar. I think the biggest thing is there's just more people here because it's Fort Collins. It's a bigger populated, pop, bigger city. So right. it attracts a lot more, a lot more people. Um, <laughs> it's a, the crowd's a little younger. What's that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we're podcasting. We're recording Comic right now. Comic Zone podcast. Comic Zone podcast. Comic Zone podcast. Yeah. Cool. What do you got? What do you? Uh, what's your story? So I've been inspired by comics since I was really little, and the comic book style actually inspired all these original individual paintings and works. Okay. What's your name? My name's Alex, and I run my Mark Studio. Very cool. Do you make these too? Yes, I. Uh, so it's like a. Yeah, it's like lights in a bottle. Very cool. These are little <coughs> motion bars just out of a mold. What are they? Yeah, I needed something three-dimensional to take a break in between the two-dimensional right. and trying to do the depth of field two-dimensional that was actually three-dimensional. It was just repeatable to give my brain a break. And turns out lotion bars are a great way to do that. <laughs> Sweet. So what are you thinking of the con so far? Well, I love Fort Collins Comic Con. It's not too big and it's not too small. It's just the right size. Have you been to bigger ones, like set up at bigger ones? Oh yeah, I've gone to bigger ones in Denver and you often find yourself lost. It's really hard to figure out which section you want to go to for what and how to get to where you need to go in time for what event. And here it's 
it's just again the right size it won't get too disoriented right and the layout's really well done right it, it's very similar to the one we went to in casper recently like it's all it all feels about the same there's way more people at this one we were just talking about that when we were walking by Oh really? Maybe I should check out one in, the one in Casper. What was it called? There's well, there there were two. There was a Comic Con, and then there was a Wyoming, Wyoming pop, pop culture. culture con. Okay. So yeah, Casper. It's usually early spring. But they, they, there are two independent ones that are going on. Yeah, the Casper Comic Con. I think he's out of Colorado Springs, and then uh, the other guy, and then the woman is out of Casper, and that's the Wyoming Pop Culture Con, and they're oh. both. They're both kind of happen similar size but you know casper is a smaller city but it pulls in from a lot of the neighboring more rural areas too so say about two-thirds this size awesome maybe i should definitely should check it out for a lower key event yeah um some of my work you can find time lapses of it on youtube yeah where do people uh, find you on social media and stuff they can find me at mymark studios online on instagram YouTube and Facebook. Sweet, man. I know this is probably not, but this remind, looks like Durango to me. This looks like Durango, Colorado. Well, it was I don't unintentionally know. done that way. I know, no, I just feel like, <laughs> like how uh, the little town's kind of nestled into the valley. Then you got this kind of hobo It was inspired by driving through little areas through the mountains where there's nothing except for rock and fields. And then all of a sudden there's a little town. Yeah. Yep. And then a little densely populated shop area, and then nothing, nothing. again for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true too, and it's totally like that. Well, like when you us from Wyoming, there's a lot more nothing between everything. Oh, I love yeah. driving in Wyoming for that very reason. It's kind of nice to have a break from people sometimes. <laughs> yes, I think that is why. That's why a lot of people in Wyoming live there. Yeah, it does make it nice. Like, I go out on my porch and I just see the mountain. So, it's pretty cool. Nice and quiet. But you don't have stuff like this either. Well, or well, we do. It not as big. Just not hopping like this. Big concerts or... You, you kind of need both to appreciate both. Right. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Well, thanks for talking to us, man. I hope you're doing well with everything and... Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see you at the Casper Comic-Con next year. That'd be awesome. Hope to see you. That'd be awesome. Hope to see you guys again. Thanks, Take care. Thanks, man. Well, that was pretty cool. Oh, we got Spike from uh, Cowboy Bebop right here. Ah, so this is... He was mentioning, he said he'd never seen a mobile yeah, the mo podcast set up before. <laughs> And I think that's awesome. I don't think most people have do seen, this. Yeah. So are we weird or are we fucking trailblazers? Both. We're weird-ass trailblazers. Yes. Are we still recording? Uh, let's see. You got to make sure because I fucked it up twice. Yeah. Timer's still moving. Okay, cool. What's yeah, it? eight minutes. Huh? We just hit the eight-minute mark. Okay. So we're going to continue to walk around here, maybe talk to some of these people. Um, this is kind of a learning experience because, how's it going guys? What do you got going on here? Amazons of the apocalypse. 
No? Art. I have some comics down there, and I have some old art books that I'm still selling, and um, prints, and I have an Oracle deck that I put out this past April at the previous convention of Wicked West in Loveland, so, and uh, now I'm here doing the same thing. Oh, yes, I also have watercolor paints as well. Okay. Well, uh, what's your name? Pepper DeLuca. Okay. Um, where do people find you on socials and stuff? If you just look up pepper.deluca um, on any socials, you'll find me. Okay. Um, how are you guys liking the con so far? It's good. I like it. Um, I've talked to a lot of people today, so a little starting to feel it in my throat, but it's good. <laughs> so we're like pushing it for you right now? No. no, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm Mike. I'm Mike. I'm this Bill. Bill? Yep. Okay. And, um, Comic Zone Podcast. Yep. So we're just kind of podcasting as we walk around and awesome. talking to everybody if we can. Awesome, awesome. That, um, well, that's awesome. Well, we so won't how push. How do you make the, the watercolors? What's a watercolor made out of? <laughs> um, it's made out of um, pigment powders and gum arabic. Uh, I believe it's vegan, so it's corn syrup, not honey. And then um, I, I mullet and I like do all the things. I'm also a watercolor artist, as you can see. In the this print. would be a badass tattoo. Uh, my wife would hate it because she's deathly afraid of praying mantises. So but. <laughs> she would hate the story that goes with it. Then, so, too. then maybe I should. Because they're like giant horrifying because. ones. Uh, I'm in the process of making it right now, but essentially the story that goes behind it is um, at one point I have larva of the praying mantis coming up from the ground and attacking people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's basically, it's uh, called Atomic Punk Jupiter and um, I'm still working on it right now. Uh, I think the space age from like the golden era of comics where anyone can inhabit a planet just by flying a spaceship there type deal. And uh, it takes place on uh, one of the moons of Jupiter. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and that's one of your stories you have here? Uh, unfortunately, like I said, I'm still working on it, so... Oh, okay. Still working on it. Well, it sounds uh, interesting. I, I mean, I hope to read it sometime. I have that one plus uh, four others that I have to get done by next April. Wow, sounds like a lot of work. It is. It is. <laughs> Well, we won't push your vocal cords too much more, but uh, we appreciate you talking with us. No problem. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So it's like kind of interesting. Ah, here's our boy again. Uh, what's up? He's doing the wandering interviews. I love oh, yeah. Well, I, uh, I Ooh, fucking venom sticker. had the mics muted, so I muted them after we talked. Luckily, I got it. But after that, we were walking around and talked to some people, and they were muted yeah, the whole time recorded. for like 30 minutes. <laughs> so now you got to go back around. Were you saying the same thing you said last No, time? no, no. I'm just sorry no. that I got lost on the cutting room floor. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> what do you got, bro? Oh, uh, yeah. Voltron. Kids, in, kids into all that manga. And Dude, that's Voltron badass. Stuff and yeah, so. Yeah, it's the only one they had, so. At least I found one, right? I mean, yeah. there you go. There's so much, but it's so varied, you know. Yeah, this 
Shit's starting to get hopping, dude. It is. There's a lot of there's a lot of foot traffic today, so we haven't yeah. had great sales, but I mean, a lot of people people stop and talk to you. Everybody's real friendly. It's pretty awesome. It's I got to come grab a couple still. Oh yeah. From, are you going Levi, back to the table? Levi's over there. I'll be over there probably in about ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, I'll be over there. Sounds good. Um, should we take a little break and then we'll? We're walking a little bit longer. Or you want to walk around some more? Yeah, it's walking Okay. Gotta re-get all those ones you didn't get. <laughs> yeah, that 30 minutes. Dude, I was like, I'm a dick. He's like, why? I'm like, that, so no, we got none of that. None of it. <laughs> and we were trying to just hit pause so we didn't have to edit. And now we have to edit. <laughs> well, he he has to edit. Nah, somebody's editing this shit. <laughs> all right, I'll uh, see you in a little bit, dude. Dude, uh, he's a cool dude. Yeah. So anyway, what? Uh, <laughs> There's so much, so much stuff around here. So many different people, artists. Yeah, you look overwhelmed right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just found Waldo. Three of them. Yeah, I did see the. Uh, all those girls. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're doing a, co a cosplay event. I don't know. So I, I'm kind of interested to f know what your thoughts are on doing your your panel and how that turned out for you. Like it was really good. Uh, I think it was a good experience. You know, I think there was people were engaged and had some questions and. I got everything out that I wanted to talk about. Here, here, let's felt go like outside I organized it in a decent way. Um, so, yeah, I was very happy with kind of my first ever public speaking. Well, I thought you did a really good job, man. Like, uh, Thanks. I was like, don't freeze up. Well, and I, don't and freeze I, up, fucker. And my kind of mantra there was, I have to be okay in being silent. That's kind of why I stood up there for a little bit before actually starting. I took like a moment and stood up there in complete silence and was comfortable in that. So then once I was uncomfortable in that one, in that moment, I knew it'd be fine. Right. So I could pause if I fumbled and also kind of going back to something. So it, it doesn't have to be perfect. It shouldn't be perfect. You don't need it to be. Let's sit down in the, the grass somewhere here. Just went outside. I mean, it is so crazy in there, dude. Like for real. Like, um, and this is still like a smaller con, you know? Yeah, that's kind of what he was saying that uh, one artist, it's a smaller event. And I'm like, dang, this was small? I mean, I guess so. Because they weren't any really super big celebrities. Yeah, they're, they're, that's true. Uh, that's, that's one thing that it's missing. And I was surprised that they had at know, least some people in Casper and not like not here. You know, that doesn't bother me much because it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, because I think in order to a celebrity that actually would, I honestly would give a shit about seeing, you'd have to be so expensive and so big that it's going to be huge versus like something like this. They skip the big name celebrity and go with more of the, you know, the local artisan type. Okay. There's like sword play we missed back there too. The there were some dudes with like noodles. these. There were some dudes with these like anime chick cars, like uh, Fast and the Furious, fucking uh, rice burners. Yeah. 
I don't know much about cars, so. I don't either. I don't know what kind they were. I get, I kill cars. I don't fix them or anything like that. So are you going to get that number six for Immortalis? Thinking about it. I turned them in. I might have got it, though. That's the last one that's going to be in print for all those. Yeah. Uh, that's what he was saying. Is like since they get their publishing deal, which I'm super proud and happy for those dudes. Uh, <laughs> We're sitting right by the exhaust. <laughs> oh yeah, for that <laughs> generator. Yeah, we're gonna get all high on or carbon monoxide poisoning. It's fine. It's fine. There's the big ass dog. Where should we? So we're in Fort Collins, by the way. Like, if you've never been here, this is a such a crazy shift in like the the culture almost. Well, it's a college town. Yeah, so you got it's CSU. So, it's so different than like Casper, you know. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's definitely a lot more liberal. Um, and right today was a bike race, so you had a bunch of bicyclists coming through town. A lot a of them all dressed up like Barbie. There's a lot of pink. I noticed some of the people going to the Comic Con was like, whoa, like half the people I see look like Barbie. And I'm like, you know what? That's right. Like, Are you mad you didn't wear your Barbie dress? I am a little bit now. Although I did see Link dressed up, a Barbie Link. Oh, yeah, so I saw her. Him or, or whatever. I don't know. Sorry, pr pronouns. <laughs> yeah. they, I don't care. No disrespect. But it was interesting. Because, yeah, it was all the Link get up, but it was all just pink and... Yeah, that's... Oh, so what it was like, it was the... The gay version. No, when uh, he had to wear that uh, belly dancer suit to des jump around in the desert. In uh, the... Not the most... Rec uh, not the newest, but the last Zelda game. There was a scene in the desert, you had to sneak in, and you had to not wear... Not the newest, but the last? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. I was so like, Breath what? Of the wild, in one of the deserts, you had to wear a belly dancer suit to be incognito because only female Amazonians could oh, be Oh, yeah, in I that. remember. So I, that's, I think that's what it was. That's funny. Or a version of that. Right. That's pretty funny. So, so actually realizing that it is actually yeah, you close had to, to be canon. You did have to dress up like a, a woman yeah. at one point. That's hilarious. Yeah. And that would be a super good... Like, I always like those cosplays where you could tell somebody's put a lot of thought in like it's like you didn't just do some character from an anime you, you picked that, like something like that the steampunk family that did anime characters that was at the Casper comic-con I think the first I one. thought they were Mandalorians no but the first one the first year we went there was a family that each of them were Pokemon cause or a oh steampunk. yeah yeah I remember and the little kid the little girl was Pikachu or something. I, I, I barely remember that part, but yeah. And I always wanted to do the uh, the Pod Vader. So Darth Vader, but podcast. That would be hilarious. Dude, so we could do this. Instead of, a, exactly. So the, the little zoom Just there put the zoom. Would be. Is the is chess the, piece. Exactly. And then instead of a lightsaber, you have a, a, a microphone you would a have stick. to You would have to take this apart and spray paint the casing black. Yeah. But it wouldn't be hard. I mean, they don't even hide the screw holes on this thing. You could easily take this thing apart. Get it and sponsored by Zoom. Yeah. Your, what, your costume? Yeah. 
sponsor. Yeah, they send me. They send oh me my a free god! One. Do you know how, dude? So if you filmed that, that's a fucking goddamn great idea. If anybody steals that, we're gonna know. You and it was it you. Just everybody first. remember that shit started here at the Comic Zone, dude. Yeah. I am proud of you for your panel. You did really well. Thank you. I thought you were gonna choke. I'm just I, kidding. I was, I was nervous. <laughs> I know. I kind of I mean, figured. Well, like, you almost didn't come, and I was thinking about doing it solo. Well, yeah, my aunt of, passed away. Yeah. I was worried then, that the... But the funeral is uh, tomorrow, so I'll be fine. Like, I it, I was just worried it would be, like, on, like, today. And then, yeah, obviously I wouldn't have been able to get up here. But it's nice to take a little fucking trip with you, buddy. Yeah. I want to caress them. And we're back. This is me and Bill. We're actually back in the hotel room now. Yeah, trying to. Uh, Had a couple drinks, went and ate. What was the chicken spot? Comet Chicken. Pretty good. Yeah, but deli style. I would legit. bet. I would bet your chicken was better when it was plain, because I got their Nashville chicken, and uh, it was their seasoning is fucking crazy salty for how much they put on there. Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah, dipping it was the way to go. But yeah. You dip, we dip. You dip, we dip. We dip, we dip. We put my hand up on your hip. Yeah, whatever that one is. Yeah. Right. That's where I was going. So this was kind of a impromptu episode. Sorry about the scattered nature of it. Whatever. Uh, sorry, not this is sorry. Our, this is kind of yeah, not sorry. I mean, if you listen to Comic Zone, we love you. But if you, you know, if you don't listen, you're if, not hearing if this, this anyway. Your, if so. this is if this isn't your flavor. This episode we get it. This is our first time. Stop judging us. We already had some drinks, so now I'm going to speak the truth. Yeah. So no. what was your overall well, experience of, of the Fort Collins Comic Con? You know, it felt like... Uh, I ex- I guess I expected something a little different than what we've already experienced, but it felt like more of the same thing. So I'm guessing that's what we can expect from almost any convention except for scale and then you know what i mean yeah and then i would bet because of the scale thing we'll have a harder challenge as far as networking goes is like gaining the attention just because of the amount of people you know what i mean so like the ability to pull in somebody like tom arnold at a like denver con might be way more of a challenge i think yeah I because we were in casper that's why that happened and it was slow there wasn't much going on right we <sighs> we we used that in our favor mm-hmm. we said hey opportunity knocks you well take and it. you said that in your panel today yeah. and it's like and i knew exactly what you were saying was like we were talking about that at dinner is like your presentation, I didn't quite know what you were going to talk about, but then when you got going, I was like, oh, I've already heard him say you've, all this. You've heard all this before. Right. You had. It's like we are so, we know each other so well at this point, I think. It's it's kind of funny. It's like you've really become like my best friend. It's kind of crazy. It's true. It's, it's kind of crazy because at first we're like, oh, we're not even like anything alike. What is this Mike guy? <laughs> yeah, you're like, Who the fuck is this I Bill remember Frank? one time you were like, if I had any other option, you wouldn't be doing this sh- this shit with me. It's like you said something similar that to the, I don't and know you weren't trying said. to be you weren't trying to be like a dick. 
But you were like, if I had any other options, then maybe we wouldn't be doing this at all. And that was like think, early on. I think what I meant by that is from a professional through the radio station. Right. So I think that's so if I ha- if the company would pay me to do it, I think that's probably what I was thinking. <coughs> which, okay. Which they're not. Right. If, I, if 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 I'm if I look back and think about how I but actually if, felt. if but think about like if they had started like so imagine that the radio station approached you and they were like let's do a podcast and like funded it and did all these things but then from the very start they would have had a, a an idea and you would have had you would not it would have been a co- I would be a company man based yeah, on whatever would, they would want you, to do right it'd be just another radio show it wouldn't be a podcast. Because essentially a podcast to me is like a independent, independently done thing. Like at the very base level, I think a podcast is something for everyone and like available to everyone. And it's something that, that like, yeah, like the a lot of really famous people are doing, but it's also something that we can all do. It's very personalized. Right. It's a personalized medium. And so... Uh, when when a comp- like a corporation decides oh we're going to do a podcast and if it's done in the wrong way like a radio station i think it would come off as just like a radio show so uh, a, a radio station would make a radio show and then turn the radio show into a podcast post right i mean i think that's really the cost effective model to do it um versus you know a post what i had the big dream of doing is taking all a lot of different podcasts and doing the reverse, taking them as a podcast and chopping them up and making them as a talk radio format, which some people have. There's new there's stations also, in New think, York that are podcast networks. I think what you want to do, though, is a lot like what Ming does. And I'm on board with that, too. It's like how he has the shared universe mm-hmm. uh, studio uh, where they just do podcasting out of one studio and you have many different like recording areas and also looks like he goes out like people will pay him to go record and like do the video like so they can just show up sit on these nice comfy couches he records the video he takes care of the audio that could be you i mean that's what i that's what i do have done that's what you do already but imagine if you're doing it for yourself and that's not to like we're not like talking about bill like quitting and shit i'm just saying like like imagine though, if you were your own boss and you had to like, I, there's still it's still possibilities to do it through the radio station as is too. But if we could get like a space, and it was our space, and then you're like renting out space, and then you're like, oh, like you can run your own thing. I don't think it could be done in Casper though. Um, probably not. But like a I place, you know what? I look around, around, and we're we're about to go get out. And we decided to come and record this before we get, went out and got too drunk. Because we're about to go out and get fucking crunk with it. Like, this fucking city is hopping, dude. Yeah, there's this bike race. Uh, and uh, everybody's well, we were just, going what, around crazy. What bar were we just at? Trailhead? Yeah, that the was Trailhead. A, I mean, and that shit was crazy. The, the bartender was telling us um, they had something, whatever you were just saying, right? Uh, no, there was the bike race. I forgot what the bike race was, but it's a big bike race here today in Fort Collins. Uh, so they've closed off the streets, and there's people dressed up in costumes. Uh, I compare it to Boulder. Boulder has the kinetics race. The kinetics race is, but uh, is they they make a vehicle that rides both on land and water, 
and then it's like a marathon where they have to or tr- like not marathon but like what? A, yeah so then they, yeah like it's a, a total like drunk fest the like bicycles that attach to a kayak or crazy invention <laughs> like those red bull things like the red bull flying contraptions but this is like oh, an right. older yeah. this is probably a more bolder granola version of God, that. how long ago was that the red bull like fi- flying yeah. deals so this is that's I like a tradition that in boulder so this is something similar that's what it reminded me of a bunch of people just riding around in bicycles they had costumes there was witches lots saw, of dudes and dresses and yeah, and just pink. There was Barbie everywhere. Oh yeah, the Barbie pink was in in full. I almost feel like we should do an episode on Barbie. Like me, you, Sean, should go see the Barbie movie, and we should just do a Barbie episode um, of the con- Come on, no. Uh, yeah. What if it turns out to be uh, a really good movie? That would suck. <laughs> I know. Like, don't be a closed-minded clown, like you I were would, talking about earlier right. today. Well, the close. Uh, well, you didn't say clown, but I'm, I just added that for dramatic effect, for splamatic effect. Splamatic. I'm being splamatic right now. Yeah, the beers are talking. You know what we need is scooters. <laughs> You're all the about elect- the scooters, Dude, bro. I want to fucking zip along on them scooters. Yeah. I want to see you crash. No, possibly you're, you're, get hit by a bus. You're gonna have to explain this to Beth why why I passed away earlier. She'll in four be fine comments. with it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing too much on the. <laughs> uh, okay. She'll be fine with it. Yeah. See, that's why I have to. Sur- I, that's why I have to survive for more of her annoyance. <clears throat> right. Right, you just no. you barely make it, and she like thinks you're about gone, and then like you pull through. How about just no crashes? And she's like, "We're gonna cut off the life m- support, m- maybe and a then minor you stuff, you know, a little little road we, rash." We cut the life support. I'm more and, likely and, but, to like drop. The, I'm more likely to drop the thing on my foot as I step off of it and hurt myself that way than anything else. Right. Well, I'm saying like it's to the point where we're like, yeah, pull the life support. I think it's time to let go. And you pull through anyway after we pull it. Well, like, like I just wake up. You just keep getting stronger and stronger every day. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, my God. You know? But I already moved into your house and stuff by then. So it's like really odd. <laughs> wow, kidding. thank that quick, huh? <laughs> it's like on Step Brothers. I just crudely paste my face over every like family photo. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I'd be like, look at my Lego collection. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, you're like bitch. That you'd be more pissed. Check about out that. these guitars. <laughs> yeah, look at me play. <laughs> and you couldn't play it. Yeah, like I wrote this song. It's called "Bill's Fucking Dead," and I took his home. I'm just kidding. And I'm gonna haunt your soul for all eternity. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I replace you on the podcast with a guy that looks like similar. <laughs> So, like, the dude from the Eagles, what's his name, with the same beard as you? The same, same beard. You, you guys met, and I was like, I felt like the Spider-Man scene where they were, like, pointing at each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. The meme. <laughs> yeah, you, you. Yeah. You, I wish there you, was a third one with the, because you all have the same beard. His is, like, longer. It's like, so, if you, were, guy, a po- who kn- if you were a Pokemon. Who now? The guy from the, the e- guy at the Eagles. Remember you? You met him. He had, oh, I forget his yeah, name. The the Eagles uh, bar thing or um, right resort. Or. After the pop culture con, yeah, the first night we went we went with John, 
I was also thinking about Wild West Comic. Shout out to that motherfucker. We need to like hit him up too. We got to be better. What the fuck? They're complaining about the noise. What noise? Hello? Yes. It's the fucking room. Okay, I'm very sorry. But what? Yeah. Are they They're complaining about the noise and we left. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. How didn't you see that? Well, no wonder it was too loud. The door's wide open. Well, I'm sure it'll be a little quiet. We'll just try to be quieter because we only got 11 minutes here. All right. Shh. I didn't think we were that loud. It's not even that late, dude. It's 9 o'clock. There's probably just people already sleeping. I don't give a fuck. They can suck my dick. Yeah. This is the comic zone. ASMR. We should do an ASMR for... uh, You know what I mean? Let me turn up the... The game. Listen. Uh, No. This is the comic zone. You know what I (laughs) I could turn up the game, though. We can be a little quieter. How's that? All right, but... Uh, did that... I'm, do ready, I'm just ready to hit the town. Are you? A little bit. Are yeah. you ready to get going? All right. Well, this has been... The motherfucking Comic Zone. Go to thecomiczone.com. I think we're going to be doing a lot more of these panels... A lot more of these Comic Cons. A lot more people like Sean. Because that dude's a shit. Immortalis. Right. If you're getting to these cons where he's at, go get those floppies. Because this is the last time they're printed. Me and Bill just got every issue of the first six signed by that motherfucker. Right. It's going to be worth it. A mint. This has been the Comic Zone. Stay black. Say something. Keep it black. There you go. Bitches. Hold your fire! This man isn't black! <laughs>